Crystal Fambrini. Hello. Hi, Crystal. How are you? Fantastic. I'm really excited about this Exponential Intelligence podcast on love. Yes, it's going to be it's going to be on love relationships. We might obviously we're going to do something else uh, later on on other relationships, but this topic is going to be on love, so it's going to be really great. Yes, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then at the end of this podcast, we get to do another meta healing with you, right? Yes, I'll instill the exponential intelligences uh, frequencies of relationships and love and so on, so you, um, so you can understand. Uh, what it's all about at a deeper level. Yes, definitely. I'm excited for that. I'm sure many yes. people listening are excited for that as well as love and being in a loving relationship and what is love and how you can find love. I'm sure you get that question or these questions a lot, Moss. Uh, I do. I get it all the time. Uh, in fact, <laughs> uh, you know, many, most of my clients are women. And they're tr trying to find that true relationship, whether they're in, in a relationship or outside of a relationship. Uh, I kind of joke sometimes, I kind of uh, say that I'm mossmatch.com because uh, I can bring in, say, certain frequencies for you. And we can explain how all that works uh, later on. Uh, yeah, I podcast. want that. So, I want some mossmatch.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Mass. It's, it's amazing how it works, though. Uh, I mean, we right. joke around about it, but it's amazing how well it works. So I, I, I'm into it. I, I think I'm into it. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already getting nervous. Um, so mastering exponential intelligence is to live beyond abundance in all areas of life. So how does a beyond abundant love relationship look, feel, and taste like? Well, exponential intelligence can fundamentally transform the quality of your relationships. Uh, in many, in many, many different ways, and let me just go through some of the some of the benefits, okay, or features of actually uh, exponential uh, intelligence's uh, relationship. You have emotional intelligence. One, uh, they're long lasting. Your relationships are truer. You are of your own self worth. So that means that you don't look for somebody else for your self worth. Uh, there's self growth. Uh, there's sexual satisfaction. Even if it's 10, 20, 30, 40, whatever years into the relationship, you still have that satisfaction, which includes uh, continual passion, obviously that desire. Uh, you feel complete within yourself and you just have a general sense of well-being. And, you know, th those are the main uh, features, but obviously there's more to it than that. And we'll get into some of the others as well in part two of this, uh, of this uh, podcast. I like it. It's definitely something that I strive to have one day. And I'm sure so many people listening want that as well. And how many people, in your opinion, Moss, have loving relationships that are exponentially intelligent? Uh, I would say exponentially intelligent relationships, I would say around 5% or maybe even less. Uh, you know, you can just walk down the street and you can, well, at least I can, uh, I can tell those relationships are really more physically based, um, hmm. or exponential relationships. You know, those are the, the those are the kind of the, the couples that you see when they're walking hand in hand, you know, in their eighties and nineties. And they're just like, they just, they're just being, they don't care where they are. They don't care what they're doing, but they're just being with each other. Uh, that's really the definition of exponential, uh, intelligence, uh, in relationships. Wow. And you only think 5% of people you see have that? 
uh, or less. Yes, definitely. Most people either marry, and this is statistics, my own statistics, statistics that I've gathered, Crystal. You know, I see a lot of women, again, probably about 90% of uh, my clients are women. And every time I ask them, it's like, Moss, can you do something about my relationship? You know, my spouse is, uh, is, is uh, can you work on my spouse and so on? You know, and I can tap into their history and I can go back to the time that they got married. And what I find out is that, uh, and I always ask them, I go, well, you know, at the time that you were married, you didn't marry for love. And they go, no, I didn't. And that's, uh, again, over 95% of the, of the women that get married. And, you know, I see a lot of younger women now and they go, Moss, I, I, I want to get married. And in time, they go, Moss, I want to get married. And, and, you know, at first they have, they have standards, but later on as they get more and more desperate, those standards get weaker and weaker. And then they fall into a relationship just because they want to get married. Maybe that time clock is ticking for them. They don't care who they marry almost. And it, and it sounds really strange when you hear it that way. But ask your friends. I'm sure you have a lot of friends. Uh, they will get to the point or they've gotten to the point that, you know, they just want to get married just to, for the sake of being married. It's not the way to do it, obviously. So. And what about the men? What do the men say? What do the men ask you? Uh, the men, they actually want somebody in a true relationship. You know, the men is really a misnomer. A lot of, uh, a lot of women think that men are just out there for sex and so on. They actually are, but you know, men and women work a little differently. Uh, you know, women, they want to be say connected before they have sex. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why that attachment is there. Uh, men actually feel connected when they have sex. So we're a little, you know, in reverse uh, on there. And that's why that misnomer that guys just want to have sex and that's all they want. It's really not true. Um, Not Mm -hmm. true at all. Most guys out there do want, say, a committed relationship. And there's statistics actually there uh, to prove it. That is interesting that men, when they have sex, they're actually, I guess you say they're letting go at that part. They're, They're getting connected Yes, they are actually wanting to connect to at a closer, higher level. And that's how men's mm-hmm. psychology or biology works. Um, mm-hmm. Women are the other way. They have to feel safe, right, to have sex. Uh, men feel safe after they have sex or, you know, while they're having sex with, with somebody. But even that's distorted because in our society now, uh, too many people are afraid to commit. You know, mm-hmm. so they just go through the physical pleasures of of of, of just having sex. You know, previous talked about say uh, sites like Tinder and so on like that, mm-hmm. uh, where people just gather to have sex. And right now, again, back to going to statistics a couple of weeks ago, I read that more say younger individuals are having sexual relationships, um, but they're feeling crummy about it. They're feeling lousy about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Obviously, it's just not the physical aspects. Uh, in, uh, exponential intelligence in relationships goes way beyond, say, the physical feelings of sex, uh, which sex is actually much more pleasurable uh, when you have it in a, in a nice, say, loving relationship. It goes, it goes into that spiritual sex, mm-hmm, which is fantastic, mm-hmm. actually. I, I'm laughing because I went on my first Tinder date earlier today. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why I'm talking about it. I pick up on stuff and, like that. <laughs> and it was just fascinating because it's like a game, you know, and I was talking to the guy about it. I was like, no offense, but this is very overwhelming. I have like 50 likes within an hour and then you have to talk to all these people and how can you connect with all these people? It's, it's just mind boggling. 
Yes, it, it is crazy. And, um, you know, it, it becomes more of a marketing ploy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, how really how to seduce women or how to seduce guys. Either way you look at it, uh, it's really not about that connection that's made. Right. And that's what the guy was saying to me. He was like, well, pictures are very important. And what you say is very important on Tinder. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even think about it. I was just trying it. But I'm probably going to log off after a couple of days because, <laughs> it's, you know, it's popular, though. I mean, I went to a wedding a couple of weeks ago. My friends met on Tinder. Oh, wow. Awesome. I don't know if they're going to stay married. <laughs> um, do you but want they to met know? on Tinder. No, I don't want to know. I don't want them. No, okay. I wish them the best. I wish them the best. But yeah. um, my I w- wife hates it when she takes me to weddings because I, I can tell if the wedding's going to last or not or the relationship's going to last. So, um, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty about 99% accurate or so far I've been. So. Wow. And when you so people ask you, I'm sure all the time, if their relationship is going to work. And yes. When you tell them the news that they don't want to hear, do they listen? Uh, no, you know, because it's not my place to tell them. Uh, and mm-hmm. I say, you know, uh, and I never go yes or no unless they really, really want to know. Most of the time they just want to feel, say, connected with somebody. So what I do is instill actually the exponential intelligence's way of relationships. And then they start to find out on their own if that relationship is fantastic for them or not. Uh, and they, if it is, they start to get connected closer to it, right? A higher mm-hmm. level uh, of connection. If they don't, that relationship starts to break apart uh, even faster. And those people who are listening, your relationships will shift even after this podcast. Uh, your relationships, uh, not only with, with your loved ones, um, but uh, with yourself as well, which is the most important relationship. Yeah. Wow. I would like to read, I have a relationship testimonial here. Are you ready for it? Yes. This is from Christina L. in San Francisco. And she wrote in and shared, we worked on manifesting a loving relationship. After Moss working on me, you told me that I would meet that special someone in about two weeks. You were wrong. I met him three weeks after. We've been together ever since. For the first time, I feel whole. Saying thank you is just not enough. Oh, that is so beautiful. Um, you know, that is a, a testimonial. That's not, uh, that's not an extreme testimonial. Again, if you go on the website, we get so many testimonials a day, Crystal, similar mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think we should kind of break down the details of mm-hmm. how that works for somebody. You know, why they've had, say, crummy relationships in the past. And now why is she having a fantastic relationship? Right. So let's get into the details. So if you want to ask me questions about that or if you have questions on, well, how did that change uh, and so on? uh, Let's go ahead and talk about that. Well, I I think you just said it. I mean, the real why on relationships. I mean, what is the real why on love relationships? How do you have all the love with exponential intelligence? A lot of time there's a lot of, you know, pain and people feel unhappy in their relationships and there's abuse or there's disappointments or or resentment and loneliness and all this high divorce rate. How do you avoid all of that pain? Right. Uh, for example, the high divorce rate, uh, 50% of marriages get uh, end up in divorce. The other 50% cheat on their spouses. So uh, that's statistics. So, you know, the, the, the institution of marriage uh, has to change in, in this respect. And I'm not against marriage. I'm not for marriage. 
Um, but let's not talk about that. But let's talk about, say, the deeper part of why, get, why say, those divorces are so high. One, most people don't marry be, uh, for love. Uh, first of all, they don't know. They really don't know what love is about. You know, the, actually, it's, it, it's for security. You know, they want somebody to, say, cling on to or they want somebody to complete themselves. Mm-hmm. A lot of women uh, marry for security. Right. Uh, which is fine. Uh, a lot of women, uh, again, and, and even uh, let's just throw guys in there, too. You know, they they meet somebody, some woman that's very beautiful. Right. And then a few years later, that woman says body changes and so on, so on. And then they fall in love. Right. Because they're they're They fall in. They fell in love with one aspect of that individual mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Um, so how do you get into say that completeness of relationships is really by, it's by going backwards, okay? um, by not following your emotions, really not following, uh, the behaviors that brought you into those, uh, those patterns. That's interesting that you say that. What do you mean? It's, I thought you're supposed to follow your heart. Aren't we supposed to follow our heart? Uh, not at all. No, <laughs> no. I mean, look where it's gotten you. Really? <laughs> I mean, well, think of it. Right. my ex-boyfriend told me we're not supposed to follow our hearts. And I thought that was like so crazy. Like, <laughs> no. and now you're saying it and I'm like, what? Yes. I don't under, I don't, that is mind blowing to me. I don't, growing up, I was, you know, told to follow my mm-hmm. heart and follow your passion. Yes. And that's what leads you to your happiness. So I don't even understand what you're saying right now. Can you explain oh, this? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and, and, and again, that's not true at all. Um, mm-hmm. you know, your ex-boyfriend, I'm sure, I don't know why he said not to follow your heart. I'm sure his, his defenses or his, his, his sense is actually a little different or his reasoning is different than mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. he comes from more from a defensive state. That's why he says not to follow. So he comes from a protective space, if you will. Okay. Interesting. Um, so, so just tapping into him, by the way, uh, and <laughs> aside from that, uh, my definition of why you shouldn't follow your heart. And you know, there's so many books, there's so many, um, you know, seminars on following your heart, following your passion, following your intuition, but look where it's gotten you. You know, this is, this is an extreme example, but this happens. This happens, uh, quite a bit, you know, say there's a thousand men in a room, uh, and you're the only woman there. And if you have patterns of abuse, right. And there's Mm -hmm. that one guy that's, in that thousand that abuse you or has abusive, say, tendencies, uh, who would you get attracted to, you, right? You'd follow your heart and you would attract that one guy that would abuse you later on. And that's what happens over and over and over. So statistically, I mean, look how extreme that is. You know, out of a thousand guys, you'd fall in love with one guy that would abuse you, okay? Where do those patterns come from? Uh, that's following your heart, right? That's following your radar that brought you right into, say, the hands of distortion. Um, why does that happen? Because your heart is miscalibrated. Okay? So um, what you can do, again, is understand, say, how, how you followed your emotions, how you followed your heart, and see where it's gotten you before. Okay? And keep tabs on that. Just kind of focus on say where it's taken you, okay? and then that actually sh- slows down the process. Kind of makes you step backwards on those emotional say feelings and so on, and then you get a better perspective, okay? and then you can actually start recalibrating, 
your heart space. So it takes you into the right direction. It takes you into what I call organic relationships. Okay? And the organic relationships, uh, again, some of the benefits we talked about, and we'll get into them uh, as well as we go on with this podcast. But um, that's where the organic relationships come in. That's where you feel, say, complete because your internal frequencies uh, are, are transforming. And then your emotions will guide you to, say, the new set of experiences that your frequencies are running at. Does that make sense? So I guess for an example, like what if a woman falls in love with a guy who's not an abuser? He's, you know, they're madly in love with each other, but he has no money and he's really poor. Um, and the right. woman says, I don't care. I'm going to you know, marry you anyway because I love you and I'm following my heart. And then fast forward five years, 10 years, they're very poor. They're, they become unhappy yes. and they fall out of love and they get a divorce. Um, yes. Or maybe something happens where you know, they make a lot of money and that doesn't happen. But in that mm-hmm. type of situation, are you, is that woman not supposed to follow her heart? And is supposed to think logically and say, we're not going to be able to survive together. Therefore, I can't follow my heart. Is that, is that what you're saying? Uh, no, not at all. Uh, in, <laughs> fact, uh, yeah, in fact, what I'm saying is actually uh, somewhat say the opposite of that. Uh, okay. First of all, we have to, you have to understand, say, the frequencies of, say, the frequencies of the woman that's, uh, that's there. Okay, that's attracting, say, that person that she's falling in love with. I mean, how do you how do you fall in love with a person? I mean, look at the look at the mathematics in falling in love. What makes you attracted to certain individuals? Right. Where did that come from? Did that actually come from you or did that come from, say, your your relationships that you've, you know, your mom and dad had or the relationships um, that your grandparents had or say some previous lifetime relationships or if you don't believe in in previous lifetime relationships spiritual dna okay so those are all the patterns that's run into you so for in your case for example maybe she's falls in love with somebody madly in love with somebody but then she has that poor me attitude or she just doesn't feel good enough and she doesn't make money right mm-hmm. uh, why can't she have it all Right. Exponential intelligence is about having it all. Uh, why can't you fall in love with somebody that can, say, provide for you? Um, and why is that individual, that man or woman, say, not, uh, n- not able to afford anything? Again, there's a sense of lack in that individual as well, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, th- Crystal, think of it this way. Say you're a radio station, okay? And if your frequency is about relationships... And this goes about with anything else, but since we're talking about relationships, uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep it to the relationship example. If your frequency about relationships that you're sending out, just like music, you know, there's country music, there's rock music, there's jazz and so on and so on. Uh, and you're playing, say, music of, say, distortion, uh, abuse, uh, not feeling complete, you know, not feeling satisfied and so on. Well, what's going to happen? You're going to send out those, that music uh, the people playing, I mean, the people listening in to those frequencies at a subconscious level, they'll pick up on it. And it's like, hey, I like this music. And they're going to get attracted to you. That's how relationships work. Uh, and they'll abuse you where you don't feel self-satisfied and so on and so on. So logistically, that's how the relationships work. 
it's not it's not about say a, a consciousness it's nothing about it's nothing like that about it's not about say being realistic um nothing nothing at all because we don't even know what uh, being realistic is really about it's really about say transforming your frequencies at such a deep level uh, again where you attract an organic relationship where every experience that you have uh, allows you to become say stronger more complete on your own space and that's really one of the keys that exponential intelligence on relationships happens is you create say this wholeness in your own in your own physical form before you go out and connect with uh, somebody else and then when you do when you're say complete right mm-hmm. when you're abundant in that 360 degrees uh, you actually connect with somebody who is abundant as well. And, and I'm not talking that, you know, I'm not talking about like you meet somebody and they can't provide for you or anything like that. It's not about that either. Uh, but you feel whole and complete. You connect with somebody or you attract somebody that's whole and complete. And together you keep rising higher and higher. So it's not about following your heart. It's essentially about being guided from your being. Uh, it's actually about recalibrating your heart. Is what I'm saying. And you recalibrate your heart. Uh, you recalibrate your heart through exponential intelligence by connecting again a truer uh, a truer form, a truer sense of you. Mm-hmm. Once you start recalibrating your heart, right now, now it'll guide you towards say the relationships that'll help you. Okay? Mm-hmm. It'll guide you towards those relationships that are fantastic for you mm-hmm. automatically. You don't have to do anything. Uh, just the way that you got connected to, say, those relationships uh, that weren't that great for you, right? Mm-hmm. You get connected to relationships that are fantastic for you, beyond your belief, actually. You break the patterns from the past. Yes, exactly. Uh, it, it, just to give you another uh, point of view, you know, mm-hmm. emotions are really, say, tools that your senses use to create the frequencies or patterns or belief systems that's running uh, at a substructure or at your core level. That's all they Mm -hmm. do. So if you change the core level, and that's what emotional intelligence does, changes that core level within you so the tools that you use connect you, uh, again, are used for a higher purpose or a better Mm -hmm. purpose in this case. You know, there's a lot of love therapists out there a lot of shows that talk about how to have the best loving relationship, a lot of self-help yes. books about finding yes. your soulmate. What mm-hmm. do you think about those ways of obtaining knowledge and getting results with love? You know, I'm sure there's a, there's a lot of tools. There's a lot of fantastic tools uh, that are out there. I'm not knocking any tool down. But, it, but again, those tools are physically based. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you have your core, say, emotions, or if you have, say, your not forget, not emotions, but if you have your core frequencies of distortion running in you, uh, the tools that are there for you that you learn in these shows or books or wherever you go or therapists that you go, um, um, really, although they might, say, work for a little bit, you end up, say, transforming or coming back to... Uh, um, your original self, if you will, mm-hmm. or uh, if they work, you're actually like forcing yourself. Uh, it forces you out of that place while the core frequencies still resonate deep within you. And that's where the distortion helps. Um, so again, if you create that fantastic core structure, core frequency, 
then the tools used in these in these books or whatever it might be uh, actually enhance your abilities. So this goes beyond the tools. And you know the therapists that people go to, you know some some of these some of these individuals that I've worked on, Crystal, they've gone mm-hmm. to therapists 10, 20, 10, 20 years. You know they have mm-hmm. a couple sessions with me, uh, and they've transformed. You know I'm not saying that the therapist doesn't work, but they didn't get to say the core level issues. The frequency issues that are still running in them, and that's why once they do switch, uh, the time that they've spent with that therapist, you know, enhances say their relationship at a higher level much faster. So, how do you change your core frequency to change your love relationships? To bring By love to this in. Podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's really as simple as listening to this podcast. Um, obviously, you know, uh, if you want to do a lot faster, we have say like group sessions, uh, that we do on, uh, I call it organic relationships. We do the 21 day meditations, uh, that we do on organic relationships and so on. Um, those will, will transform you, but it is really opening you up to the core level frequencies, which, um, exponential intelligence is all about. All right. I'm okay. I feel like I've just gotten a love pep talk inadvertently here. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and I got, I got to recommit to this 21 day meta healing. Um, yes. because if, if, I mean, I'm sure there's other people out there like me where mm-hmm. we say that we want love, but our yes. actions aren't really aligned with what we're, with what we're saying, you know, and I recognize that with myself. Like I, if I want love, then I can take, the time to do the meta healing twice a day for 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. That'll save me so much grief and pain in the future yes. <laughs> yes, and definitely. save my friends a lot of times too. I mean, I'm sure my friends, <laughs> my friends are champs, man. They listen to me for hours, talk about the same person for months. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer than they can stand it. And I'm sure other people are like that too, because when we talk about love and relationships, it seems mm-hmm. like there is a definite cycle. There is um, just, I don't want to pick on you, Crystal, but look at your relationships. They seem to be, say, similar. <laughs> That's you know, fine. No, you can, guys, yeah. You know, they're very similar. Right. Uh, and I'm happy in, to, say, that to share that. that. Type. Mm-hmm. Audience listening, look at your relationships. There's obviously, say, a pattern that runs in you. You know, a lot of these patterns come from, uh, and these are extreme examples and they sound kind of crazy, but it happens all the time. Say, you know, a woman or even, even, man there's a client he was a gentleman he was abused by his father you know sexually abused and so on um and he got into a relationship it was a fantastic relationship he had to get out of it because he wasn't say complete Uh, Mm -hmm. in a distorted kind of sense he had to go connect with somebody that would abuse him because that's how he felt close and again, that sounds very distorted. It's like, why would anybody do that? But if that's what you've learned as far as a frequencies go, it's just a behavior pattern. He actually felt close to his father because his father didn't pay attention to him uh, any other time. Right. So what does he do? He has to recreate that. Right. Does he want that? No. He, he's very well aware um, at the conscious level that it's not right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shouldn't be working like this, but he can't help but say attract relationships and he can't help but want those relationships because again, those are the patterns that run in you. We all know what the perfect relationship is, but again, uh, are we say running the frequencies that create the perfect relationship? Most of us aren't. 
So who is running a perfect relationship or is there such a thing as a perfect relationship? Because you said something earlier um, mm-hmm. that was very intriguing. You said that, you know, with, with marriages, 50% end up in divorce and the other 50% mm-hmm. cheat. So yes. I guess that that's another mind blowing. <laughs> I mean, this whole and conversation is just mind blowing to me. Yeah. So, um, and that, that doesn't mean that it's wrong or right. It's just, that's what's happening. So right, what is, happening. so is there a perfect relationship? I guess that's the question. I mean, is uh, there actually is, uh, you know, in, in, um, you know, whether you're talking about, you know, monogamous type relationships or multiple relationships, you know, that that's a whole different subject uh, that we mm-hmm. could talk about. You know, I'm not talking about that. Some people are say complete with two or three people because that's mm-hmm. what happens. Uh, that's fine too. But from what I found out, okay, just by working on individuals, uh, even those people that need two or three or four relationships to feel complete, right? Or men that have say several wives, right? Uh, mm-hmm. In some countries or in some religions, cultures, uh, that's accepted. Those individuals, obviously, it's not say an exponential intelligence type of relationship. Um, but say if, say if it was close to that, if you got to send it higher and higher okay, in, in yourself, you would actually trim down or come into, say, a one-on-one type relationship, more of a monogamous relationship, because you find the completeness in yourself, you find that completeness in that other person that you attract. So eventually, again, as you send higher, you'd only actually need, say, that oneness or that monogamous type relationship. That makes sense. So if it's as simple as just listening to this podcast and doing the meta healing, why aren't more people having exponentially intelligent, love, loving relationships? Why is that figure not higher than 5%? Um, just like anything else, just like, uh, say, for example, religion or anything like that, you know, the frequencies that I generate in these podcasts and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, uh, you know, podcast two and one uh, was really about, say, the scientific background, and maybe we could do, say, an extensive one later on uh, on this podcast on how, say, I generate those frequencies. But in this world, actually, the, the, the trueness of what's out there, the trueness of those frequencies, uh, they don't exist. Um, they've been muted at some level or they've been controlled at some level. So that's why uh, they're not... Um, most relationships don't work out. That's why most relation, most individuals are poor. That's why most individuals are sick. Uh, that's why the distortion or the lack that you see in this world is really because um, they don't, say, resonate with the truer frequencies of who we are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's fascinating. And I would love to do a future podcast with you about how mm-hmm. you generate these frequencies so we get... Yes. A 360 degrees of abundance because that is a, a whole nother half hour conversation. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So we can understand what, how this works. Um, but in mm-hmm. the meantime, I'm eager to get started on the meta healing to see this transformation. And just, you know, earlier the testimonial, the woman said it took her only a couple weeks after working right. with you to attract in her partner. Is yes. that normal? Uh, it actually is normal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, w- w- some of my abilities just to give you uh, um, kind of a peek into what I can do for individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, I can't 
say, uh, make you fall in love with somebody or have somebody fall in love with you. I can't do that. But what I do do, uh, and we were joking about that is at mossmatch.com, is, mm-hmm. you know, they have those algorithms, right, in computers. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, I, I I check at a frequency level what your highest, say, frequencies are or what your highest good is. So I can calibrate that. And actually, I can pull in or create a frequency that resonates complete. So you're that perfect completeness, uh, although you're complete alone, uh, as you come together, you become even more complete or they help you out. Um, and what happens is I blend those frequencies in and that's what we're going to be doing in this podcast is say, and, and I don't have to know you at a personal level, by the way, to do this. Okay. I've done this in, in groups and, and it works. Um, I'll blend in a frequency, say that resonates with you at your highest good or at your highest level. And when those frequencies say resonate in you, you naturally attract somebody that has those frequencies for you. And if you are with somebody, okay, if they're allowed or willing to transform, they'll transform into frequencies that's best for you. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're not, then you separate or you part ways a lot faster. Uh, if you're single, you'll start attracting individuals uh, with those similar frequencies that I say blend into you. So it's very, very powerful. Um, and, and yes, it does work. Um, by the way, just as a cautionary note, uh, working on you in this, in this space, even for the 10-minute meditation and, you know, with this podcast, very, very powerful. Uh, you will see your relationship shift. Um, you know, if you're breaking up with somebody, it'll probably happen a lot faster. So, and I can tell you stories upon stories of how, you know, uh, how people have experienced this. But uh, let's jump into the, the meta-healing and you All can right. experience it for yourself. Sounds good. Thank you, Moss. You are welcome again. Thank uh, Thanks, Crystal, for being, uh, for being my lovely co-host. And let's just jump right in. Yep. Again, sitting, standing, lying down, whichever is good for you. Preferably standing up just to break free from any, any limitations created past. Let's go ahead and take a nice, beautiful breath in. Inhaling through the nose, holding it for a second or two, exhaling. Exhaling out the mouth, letting go of anything that we need to let go of. And as we do, starting to remember where all the programs of relationships or how you attract people have come into you. Another breath in, connecting to the group dynamics, listening to all the people or paying attention or acknowledging all the people listening to the podcast. It doesn't have to be at one time. Okay? There's strength in numbers. And that's why we're here in the group. That strength creates that mastermind Anytime two or more individuals get together, we create a mastermind, a pure essence of ourselves, uh, a helping hand in this case that will help us go further faster. Let us out of any ruts that we've gotten stuck in and pushes us through those barriers that we find ourselves in. Another breath in again. And as we exhale, asking ourselves, how do we connect the future source even stronger? Go. 
And on the exhale, coming into the heart space. Heart space, solar plex, whichever, uh, whichever you prefer. A chest area, if you will. Very nice. All you need to do is pay attention to your physical form as I continue to work on you at your blueprint level. Okay. Together, we combine. That's where the massive transformations have happened in people's lives. So noticing how you're feeling, whether you're feeling something, nothing, not sure. Opening up your chest space here. As I see basically files within you, and I can do this as a group, let's just pull those files out for you. Okay, kind of lay them out in front of you. There we go. And then you'll start to notice, say, all the different say, patterns that you've absorbed uh, right in front. You can see, say, the causes why previous relationships haven't worked out or even the current ones or why you're even single. Whatever it might be. Uh, there we go. Just give you about a minute or so. Kind of hone in on maybe, say, a general theme. that derails your relationships. You can see them on all the files that's in front of you. As I continue to work on you, let's go ahead and take a nice deep breath in. And on the exhale, coming into the head space. Leave those, say, frequencies that cause distorted relationships in the heart space. We'll clean them out later. For now, in the head space. Sometimes we've been distorted to the point or abused to the point that we don't operate from our heart or, say, the lower areas, our physical form. Uh, we've jumped into the headspace and think of relationships as logical. And then they don't make sense. So, so for those individuals kind of resonate with what I just said, working on those. There we go. Perhaps bringing back the situation, or perhaps a memory from a family lineage or spiritual DNA that causes you to be in your headspace. Another deep breath in. 
And as we exhale, this time growing into the groin area. Again, a lot of reasons why uh, we're not that true man, that true woman. Right? Distortions, abuse, sense of lack, uh, lack of confidence. Loss of self, so on. Uh, again, whatever files that are in that area. And for the most part, most individuals actually seeing those files and actually feeling or understanding that aha moment coming into you, understanding why. And again, whether you're listening to a recording, the live uh, session of this call, doesn't matter. It all works the same. Let's go ahead and take a nice deep breath in. And as we count down from eight, down to zero, right? allowing whatever those behavior patterns, frequencies, yours, not yours, that distort our perception of relationships, love relationships in this case, or particularly um, deleting. Okay. Nice deep breath in. And on the exhale, eight. Becoming aware of headspace, seven. Heart space. Six, the groin area, five, four, three, being ready to remove, two, letting go of those fears for some of you, one, and zero. and float away, disappear, or whatever other method. There we go. Beautiful breath in again, nice and deep. And on the exhale, counting from zero up to nine. This time bringing in the pure frequencies of a truer, say, relationship that's meant for you, your highest purpose, uh, with all those benefits that we talked about 
in the beginning of the podcast. Go ahead, take a nice deep breath in. And some of those benefits, long-lasting, truer sense of self-worth, sexual satisfaction, expansiveness, feeling complete, continued passion, and general sense of well-being, just to name a few. Noting your breath on the exhale, zero. One, perhaps feeling a little different. Two, recalibrating your heart space. Three, so you can follow your emotions correctly. Four, connecting your heart to your head. Five. Connecting your groin to your heart. Six. Connecting your heart, your head to your groin. Seven. Complete communication between the three spaces. Eight. And nine. There we go. Whether you believe it's this simple or not, doesn't matter. It bypasses all, say, the logic. Uh, the physical frequencies goes way beyond, again, core level frequencies, exponential intelligence. Your true self. I'm just going to let you be in this space for as long as you'd like. It will still feel like connected to you or still working on you as long as you stay in this meditative state. Thanks for being on this podcast. I'll talk to you on the next one. Take care. Bye-bye.